Greetings, programs, and welcome to a special episode of Fan Holes. Joining me tonight are... Hey, what's up? This is Derek, Derek WC. Hey, it's Mike Thunderwing. Hey, guys, this is Tony Chainclaw. And this is Justin Grimlock. So this is a special episode we're doing. It's kind of a uh, a memorial, if you will. The website where we all met and became friends, uh, Bot Talk shut down finally. I think Bot Talk like got started in '99. At least that's what my registration date says. So it's been in operation nearly 24 years, but due to Various circumstances, Renaud decided to finally uh, shut the doors and the site shut down on Friday, July 14th. So we're going to we're just going to kind of have a little memorial and reminisce and tell some good stories. And we're just going to like honor the place where we met and, uh, you know, try to have some fun. I guess I'll start us off because I in this sense, like I'm the oldest because I joined the site in October of 1999, which is like 12 million years ago. It feels like um, I was two months into my junior year of high school. I found the site because I I was super into Beast Wars, and I put Beast Wars into some old search engine like Webcrawler or AltaVista or something, and BotTalk was like, I don't know if it was the first result, but it was like, you know, top three or something. So I was like, bot talk. Okay, well, that, that sounds interesting. So I went there. And then in the early days, you didn't have to register. It was just like a bunch of little, like, threads you could click on. And you could reply. You could type in any username you wanted. And you had to type in your email. And then you would type your reply. And then a few months later, I think, is when... I don't I don't really know what happened, but later on, like you had to like register an account. And I was like, an account? Oh, this is new. I don't like this. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna use the name of my favorite transformer. Galvatron. Oh, you can't use that, that's taken. Oh man, like I really love Galvatron. Like he's the greatest. Well, who's my second favorite transformer? Um, well that'd be Grimlock, of course. So I'm like, nah, that's too easy. Like Grimlock's, you know, leader of the Dinobots, he's super cool. Like, someone's already taken that name. Like, if Galvatron's name is taken, like, Grimlock's already taken. Nope. I, so, for 24 years almost, um, I was Grimlock, for better or for worse. And all the little foibles and things that went with that personality and things I added to it um, over the years. It was one of those places where, no matter what was going on, like, if I was having, a, like, a really good day, like, I went to the comic book store, got home... And I read my stack of comics and I would get online and find the comic thread and I would like type out like, yeah, this week's JSA was really cool. And, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I know Derek's keeping up with this. I wonder what he thought. Like, what does he think about Magog joining the Justice Society? And I'm like, man, I picked up some some pretty crappy Battlestar Galactica comics. And I'm like, oh, man, like Derek and Mike are still complaining about Spider-Man. Like, why don't they just stop reading this? It sounds awful. I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, this Planet Hulk thing is really cool. Is anyone else reading this? But like, you know, through the good times and through the bad times and, you know, th- there were lots of bad times for me. But like it, if I was having a bad day and needed to vent or just kind of like rant against something that was getting on my nerves, like I, I would just go there and rant or, you know, 
God bless him. I'd pick a fight with Cruiser Dave or some Star Wars nonsense and, you know, <laughs> being the fine upstanding guy that he is, like all those insults and all that stuff was like water off a duck's back. Like I kind of feel like he's a saint because he never took that stuff personally. But yeah, like, it, I don't know. It's so weird to like not go to that place because like I would go there, you know, like I didn't even have a computer at home for like, or I, I had a computer at home, but we didn't have the internet for like a year or two. So I was just getting on bot talk like at school or at library or at a friend's house or something. But it, it's so weird now to like not go to that site because that was part of my day, daily habit. I'd get up, I'd go to bot talk, uh, check my email, check eBay, put on some music and, you know, just do my usual morning thing. And that's not part part of my uh, morning routine anymore. But um, I, I just thought it was important to kind of pay homage to the site because, you know, we the four of us, we met on this site, you know, many, many years ago. I, I think I think you guys joined a little bit later, like 2000, maybe 2001. But, you know, we through the years, we became really good friends, whether it was talking, you know, like like I said, talking about crappy Spider-Man comics or, you know, me and Tony complaining about like crappy Energon toys. We got to be really good friends. And lo, there came a day when Mr. Tony Senpai said, why don't we do a podcast? And I kind of invited myself into that. I was like, hey, this sounds cool. Can I join this podcast thing? And I don't know who it was, but someone said, yeah, sure. And, you know, here we are 12 years later. We're doing the podcast, which would not have happened if we hadn't met on Bot Talk. I think I'm not certain about this. Like I should have took more screenshots. I I tried to screenshot and save a few things from the forum, but I think the next person to join Bot Talk was you, Senpai. So like how how did you find Bot Talk? So it was the heady days of nineteen ninety-nine. December is when I'm I'm registered, but I, I had logged on before that, like in November. Uh, under a username that's lost the time, well, at least the password anyway. I think it was pretty much the same thing. I had been a, a frequenter of Ben Yee's Transformers website, and I had gone to uh, the TF2000 website a couple of times. And as nerdy as it sounds, and I'm I'm totally okay owning this, I wanted to go somewhere where I could talk Transformers. Just hang out with my geek out. And um, lo and behold, there was like this bigbot.com web domain. And I was like, I'll go there. And I I first delved into like uh, Renaud had a bunch of stuff on there. Um, And he had like a lot of Beast War 2 captures from the the series. And this is 1999. So it was like kind of rare to have this stuff. It wasn't, you know, widespread as it was today. So I I remember like kind of going through those. And then I found the forums. And I'm like... Okay, let's try this. I had been somewhat familiar with uh, forums before. Uh, you know, in the early days of the internet, there was uh, basically like uh, alt dot, you know, transformers and all this stuff. And uh, that's where a lot of people would go. And, and uh, a lot of infamous people have come from those ranks. If anybody knows who uh, Raksha is, that crazy bitch. But here, it was just a bunch of people. Like people, it's easy to forget that when Bok Talk first started, it was banging, it was bustling. And 
Bob Skur and Marty Eisenberg were were listed as as uh, forum moderators. Uh, Bob Skur would actually would actually post on the site. I never saw Marty Eisenberg. We 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 the original one was I believe it was Transformers, Action Man, and Off Topic. Transformers was pretty busy, and I would I would like to say I had a pretty decent presence there. Like people were somewhat familiar with me, but like Off Topic was where it was at. And that's where like allegiances were made and, and, and they even had like, you know, factions, there was bot wars and stuff like that. I never really cracked into that early on. You know, I, I, did I know who Danimal was? Yeah, of course I did. Did I know who Og was? Of course I did. Did I know who Angron was? Obviously, but they weren't really my bestest buddies. They weren't my friends. No, no slight to you guys, but the first guys I ever talked to uh, offline, off bot talk, was uh, Optimus Pot and, and Airhammer. We used to get on. Uh, God, I can't remember the messenger. Was it I think it was Yahoo chat. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Yahoo. Yeah, I think it was Yahoo chat. And um, and Optimus Pot, don't take this uh, the wrong way, but uh, usually it was like Airhammer saying a few things or LOLing. Me and Optimus Pot talking, and uh, Optimus Pot getting so stoned that he just started spamming the same GIF over and over again. Highly intellectual conversation, but I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, there was other people who, you know, I would eventually come and talk to us there. At a certain point, um, there was kind of like people who I seemed to interact with a lot more than others. Uh, Grimlock was one. Uh, me and Justin, like, we just seemed to have a very similar sense of humor. And it was kind of like one of those things where, like, if I posted something in the back of my head, even if Justin didn't reply, I'd be like, I bet you Justin liked that post. He probably thought that was cool. I'm not tooting my own horn, but I think me and Mike kind of had a kind of a kinship with toys where me and him have similar aesthetics with Transformers. You know, we both are big Prowl fanboys. Uh, There's other characters me and him share, like, you know, this kind of... uh, kinship over you know or just like you know like man why they treat my boy hardhead like shit you know like we like our head hardhead not only that but you and mike worked on a couple of mosaics together right and posted those on the we board. did we did yeah, yeah we did that. um there was over there on the idw boards after idw had kind of cemented itself there was a lot of uh, uh independent creators who were working on something and mike was in on the ground floor that he was at ground zero and he had written a bunch of scripts and um one day he did you know mike just Got a hold of me and he's like, "Hey, hey, bro!" Or he he doesn't say "bro." He said, uh, "Hey, dumbass." No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, dweebs. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fart sniffer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said, "Hey, I got this uh, mosaic. Uh, uh, I got finished up. I got a guy who uh, drew it for me, but we can't find a colorist or a letterer. I think I had to do the letters too. But it was a uh, it was a movie kind of prequel." with Optimus uh, Prime and Megatron. And uh, it was kind of a, and I'm not saying this to you, Mike, I'm saying to the the, the nerds who say this because of the boring, like, you know, talky stuff, you know, um, we call it a story. They, they call it boring, but uh, I really liked the story. It was really cool. It, it, it added some depth to a very non-story movie for me. And I was very proud to have worked on that, um, you know, in conjunction with Mike. And we even got like printed in an IDW comic, which yep, just that like, was published. Yeah. Yep. Highlight one of the highlights of, of my Transformer fandom. Um, and I have to totally thank Mike for asking me to color that. 
I'm trying to think of the right way to say this without sounding too uh, sappy. And uh, me and Derek started being friends to the point where even now I kind of consider Derek like my big brother, even though he's younger than me. <laughs> he's a guy who always has been very proactive in looking out for me and also tell me when I'm full of shit and I need to like, you know, get the sand out of my vagina and like, you know, man up, but always in a nice way. He doesn't say it that way. That's, that's how Tony talks. And then you need that. You need friends like that who are, you know, hard on you when they need to be hard on you and, and, and willing to give you a leg up when you need a leg up, you know, like Justin said, it was all because of bot talk. And, uh, just like fucking Voltron, one day I had a stupid idea in my head. I was like, Let, I want to do a podcast. And like podcasts are the thing right now. And I want to do one. I also knew that like in my head, I don't know if I could carry one by myself. So I was like, maybe some of the bot talkers on here would want to join, but I didn't want to just ask one person because I have rejection, you know, phobia. And, you know, it's, it's almost like asking a girl out on a date, you know, it's, so I uh, put out a, a bat signal and lo and behold, uh, you know, four other guys were willing to do it through the highs and lows where I was maybe not always on the uh, the podcast. It's always been one of my favorite things to do. And I consider all four of you guys like some of my closest friends. And as stated again and again, it all started on Bot Talk. So, like, there's been a lot of stuff I've gotten out of Bot Talk, um, including relationships, which I will not air on here. It would be incredibly incorrect to say Bot Talk's been a big part of my life. It would be more apt to say that bot talk was just a part of my life for like the last 24 years. It was a it was a ritual. It was like every day or at least every other day or at least at least once a week. Even if I was like if I had a butt hurt week and, you know, Labyrinth beat me in a fucking argument and I like was being all pissy, I'd still come back and I still want to talk to some people and I still enjoyed random shit. And the it was worth all the uh you know bizarro bucks in the world it, it, it was, it's you know that that's bot talk so it's incredible how a website can really affect your life that much it feels weird to say goodbye to bot talk it's one of those things that just feels like it's always been a part of my life being able to go online and chat about my favorite nerdy things with what started out as complete strangers but over time kind of developed into family like real-life families, I don't agree with or necessarily get along with everyone there. But I appreciate and get comfort in knowing that Botalk was the house, Renaud was the leader, and everyone there was just enjoying a multi-decade Thanksgiving meal where we discussed everything we loved rather passionately, sometimes too passionately, but we all looked at it as a safe space and could at the very least agree that no matter what our politics or opinions were, we all knew that Universe Cyclonus was perfectly fine with only one fist hole. I guess I owe Renaud a lot of thanks. I met a lot of great people on Bot Talk because of him. I got to show off my own artistic side through animation, podcasting, and more. I'm not an incredibly extroverted person, so to feel safe in that space, to express myself, even to the level I did, means a lot. I know we will have other means of staying connected going forward, but there was something comforting about BotTalk being there. It's the first website I would open on every new phone I got. It was always open on my computers. If I created anything, animation, audio, even artwork, BotTalk was always the first place I'd show it. 
because you want to share your ideas and creations with family. I'm sure I'm leaving so much out, and I'm sure after I'm done recording this, I will remember so many things I wish I put in, like how Renaud got me hookups for board games so I could review them for my podcast for, because they were Transformers related. I'll always be grateful for that kind of thing. How I would get feedback from people on my animations, even though I never thought they were really that good. But, you know, family comes together and supports you like you guys on Bot Talk have always done. But for 24 years, Bot Talk has been like a second home. It's really hard to say goodbye to that. So thank you, Renaud, for keeping the lights on as long as you did. And I guess... There's only one more thing for you to say, which was done. Going back to like 98, 99, it wasn't really cool to be a nerd or to be into like dorky things. Like it, it feels like it is now, but back then it wasn't. Like I can remember wearing a Star Trek shirt, Babylon 5, Buffy, or I, I used to have like a George Perez Avenger shirt, and I can remember people like picking on me. You know, calling me names, like wanting to start fights with me. But like I so, you know, you, you had people in your circle of friends that you could talk to about nerd stuff. But like, you know, some of them weren't as, you know, they weren't as deep in the shit as you were. So like it, it was I think one of the reasons Bot Talk was important to me was because like you guys were all deep in the shit, too. Like I couldn't I, I didn't have anybody in person to talk to about these things like I could talk to. You know, some of my friends about Beast Wars, but like the deep level, like, you know, you're an OCD nerd about this stuff. Like, I, I got that, like, connection or conversation, like, on Bot Talk. After Tony, like, I don't know which one of you joined next. I don't know if it was Derek or Mike. Like, do you guys know off the top of your head? The, the only thing I can think of, and Mike may have more information on this, but remember when Bot Talk got like sort of revamped or it you know took transmetal to form or whatever like mm -hmm. like to me it seems like at that point our start dates became inaccurate because i think i think it's like i think if you looked at you know the site that no longer is i think it said something like you know my start date was you know october 2001 or you know some such whatever it was but i i do have distinct memories of of finding you know, bigbot.com, you know, the, the Ben Yee, you know, stuff with the screenshots, the whole nine yards. Like I, if I recall correctly, I, you know, I was, I was taping, you know, Beast Wars off television. And as I was apt to do, I, I'd look for screenshots of things online. And at that point, I think I was, you know, buying like, you know, plastic VHS boxes for them and making my own, you know, slip cases and stuff like that. And sometimes those same screenshots you said, you know, Renaud would have. And, and again, as Tony pointed out, something that was kind of rare for the time period. It wasn't like you could just go anywhere and 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 print up some some Beast Wars screen grabs like you, you had to, you know, hunt it down. And I think that's part of what led me at least to to Ben Yee's site. And then from there, you know, and I think a lot of people have similar stories. There was a little link that said, Hey, you know, come, come join the talk, like come, come to bot talk. And, and when you talk about the ritual for a long time before it was just 
a bookmark of bot talk on my web browser for a long time. Part of the ritual was going to bigbot.com going, what's the news with Transformers? Oh, look at these cool screenshots. What's this from? Is this from a Japanese series? Like, what is this? Or look at this or look at that. And then you'd click on enter bottalk.com and then you'd go into, you know, Action Man or Off Topic or Beast Machines or, you know, whatever, whatever the current separations of those forums were. But I guess I say that to say, I, I think I probably officially came on Bot Talk like late 1999. So I don't know how that applies to when when Mike came on or when he came on. I'm pretty sure I'm the latest to come on. Like, I don't think I came on till I think my start date was 2001 maybe is that is that in tandem with like dreamwave about to start back up or something um or? yeah just about like i think i was getting interested in like robots in disguise like at the oh, tail end okay. of it and then okay. yeah then about dream when dreamwave like launched then i was like oh now i gotta like pay attention again like for real so i mean that's that's pretty much my origin story like i like you said i don't think the start dates were accurate, but I, I do believe I, I joined Bot Talk around 2001, 2002, and that that would have been that would have coincided with you know like the Dreamwave comics starting up again, like uh, me getting back into comics in general again. Like I, I wasn't around for all the like Beast Machines like drama or whatever on Bot Talk, so like yeah, I know that for sure. Like that was a, the stuff of like myth and legend to me. So I, I feel know. that way too because the the way people talk about that era makes me feel like it's the Star Wars prequels and it happened twenty years before I ever joined the board. But like listening to, I mean, even if even if the start dates are off by a little bit, like to me, I feel like it chopped off two years off my start date. So even if you know Justin's looking at something that said he joined in 1999 but maybe he actually joined in 98 or 97 or whatever you know like whatever the the, the weird disparity in in the start date and year is that's not really a very long time like but but the way you know those stories kind of you know get tossed around of of what happened in the heyday you feel like it's like the star wars prequels where it's like oh long ago like there was a great war or whatever the fuck happened you know and so like that's that's always kind of funny to me because i feel the same as mike where i was like if i was around for any of that all i was doing was getting into flame wars about why rodimus prime was cool and i wasn't paying attention to the rest of the shit on the board here's the deal I'm under a critical deadline at work. My kids are in the midst of some crisis at school, and I just realized the car insurance came out of the bank account, leaving just $3 to get through till payday, which isn't for another week. What do I do? Well, I log on to Bot Talk. Wouldn't you? House burning down seems like the perfect time to see if there's any new picks of version 810 of Optimus Prime in the general Transformers discussion. Then head over to the off-topic and see if someone has replied to my brilliant argument in favor of my radical view that wearing pants is generally a good thing. For over 20 years, Bot Talk was the first place I looked on the internet in the morning, the last page I visited before swiping my phone's browser closed at night. With work, family, and volunteer commitments, I didn't have time to spend socializing with real people. Plus, where do you find someone who wants to talk about toy robots who isn't a social idiot? We've all been on the toy aisle, bumped into that guy. 
You know the one who wants to strike up a conversation about the hobby. Maybe it's the too tight t-shirt or the too sparsely applied deodorant. Or perhaps the weird way he wants to talk to you about how Michael Bay is a visionary. Or how his uncle wrote the original Batman comics. Or that he read the original books George Lucas wrote so he knows exactly what the next trilogy will be. And you nod your head and listen to this guy, who has bad taste, isn't related to Bill Finger or Bob Kane, and has no idea that those original books George wrote don't exist and never did. You just want him to move out of the way so you can grab that last Netflix sound wave and get the hell out of there and head for your man cave as fast as possible so you can open and enjoy it for a few minutes before everyone else gets home. And of course, you make that obligatory virtual trip to Bot Talk to share your good fortune as well as your thoughts on the figure. Then you read someone else's review. What makes the new needle nose awesome, but the new point blank a skip unless he's on clearance? For years, we've hammered out these important issues on Bot Talk, which is where it was usually pretty safe to express your opinion. That's why I kept coming back. I liked that I could express my thoughts on these hobbies we enjoy in a safe environment. But it was an environment that wasn't sanitized. Of course, there are other boards out there, but they really emphasize the boring in board. Places that if you just didn't lap up everything Hasbro put out, you were censored, ostracized, or ignored. Even when board members hated me, or I hated them, or even if they were labby, I never wished ill will on, in the real world on any of them. I always felt if I ran into a bot talker in real life, even if it were labby, I'd buy him a cup of coffee and enjoy a chuckle at the foolishness we shared on this message board. It's been a daily habit I've had so long, I'm really going to have an empty space without it. Bot Talk has been there for me when I face depression and loss. It's been there to wish me happy birthday. It's been there to let me know there are guys just like me who enjoy collecting toys as much as I do, who are not cripplingly weird. And I've used Bot Talk to work my feelings out on things not related to toys. I like that for the most part, people can be respectful of others on the board regardless of their political affiliations or beliefs, or even if they're Grimlock. Just kidding, I love that guy, like so many others on the board. In fact, I'd really like to call out the members of the board who I've come to enjoy, like, and respect, but I don't want to leave anyone out. last thing I want to do is offend anybody in these last few hours of Bot Talk. This small but tenacious community, Bot Talk has spawned some really cool things I hope to see carry on. This toy makes me happy and Fan holes are two of my favorite diversions. I keep hoping for my invite to join the fan holes for a Star Wars conversation to end all Star Wars conversations. Insert pause for laughter here. Hey, a guy can dream, can he? I'll close this eulogy for Bot Talk with this. You guys have been my friends. I've laughed with you. I've learned from you. And I hope to see as many of you as possible on Discord. Also, please, for the love of Primus, at least while you're in public, Wear pants. This is Cruiser Dave signing off. I, I think it was it was kind of interesting uh, back then because um, Justin, you know, you you sly dog, um, you you were very well thought of by a lot of the the, the super veterans, I guess you would say, like you know uh, the the guys who have gone down in legend. You know, you were you were in the thick of it, the thick of the shit, and like and me, like I, I was definitely. And I don't I don't say this to to be self-deprecating and make myself seem like I'm talking down about myself, but I always felt like I was like even a bigger nerd trying to fit in with the cool kids because 
some of those guys just seem to click immediately with each other. Like, yeah, they just, yeah, they just, they were thick as thieves. And if you tried to jump into some of those threads, you wouldn't really get yelled at or anything like that. It was a very welcoming place, but you would just get ignored. Or if you had breasts, you would get relentlessly hit on. Yeah, it, it, I even felt that way. It felt like when the board was really big, like when Beast Machines was uh, airing, you know, week to week, like it felt a little overwhelming because there was just so many threads. And it's like I'm trying to sort through like all the arguments and I'm trying to find like, you know, I'm like, I want to talk about this one little line in Beast Machines about like, you know, the Oracle. I'm like, is this a nod to something from G1? Am I crazy? And I'm like, I want to talk about that. Is anyone talking about that? Like, forget about all <clears> the, the um, arguments and stuff. But like, I think you just kind of had to like jump into the stream and hope you didn't drown. Like, as far as like clicking with people, I mean, the first friend I ever made on the internet, I made it bot talk. It was Silver Dolt. And we became friends because Digimon had just started airing. And we just started talking about it. We're like, man, this show, this is pretty cool. Like, this is way better than that Pokemon stuff. And then we started um, talking on MSN Messenger. And we were just obsessed and, like, completely absorbed by the show. And then those Digimon conversations turned into these big group conversations. Like, me and Silver Dolt, SGG, Og, Ripter, Dexter was there, um... I think Shadow oh, was there a few times. I don't know about that, but like there, there were just uh, Kuro was there quite a bit. But there would just be a big group of us, and we would be on MSN, you know, four, five, six hours, just you know, BSing and telling stories and goofing off and and, and you know just talking, and it it was great. Like I I really miss those days. Like when when MSN Messenger finally shut down. Like I was sad about that. Like it. I think it shut down like 2010 or 2011 or something. Like I was still using it. Like I still had like everyone's contact information on there. Like no one was getting on anymore while they shut it down. But I was sad. I was like, oh, all those, all those late night conversations, like you're, they won't happen anymore. No one's getting on. Right. And now the whole thing is going away. I, I was kind of sad about that. I don't know. I guess I'm overly sentimental. Like I, I get attached to, things and then i get attached to things that aren't real but they are real like bot talk i don't know i maybe i'm a you know maybe i'm a weirdo i don't know man but like <laughs> I, I just have like a lot of fun memories of those group conversations or maybe being on bot talk late at night and someone comes in and you know you get into some kind of like flame war and then it's like the the, the bat signal goes out and like everyone just like gets online and starts arguing back and forth i mean I guess you have that now instantly because people have their cell phones and you can just right. get on Twitter and argue. But like, I, I don't think I've ever said anything overly mean on Twitter. Like I just, I don't, I don't like it that much or I don't want to use it that much. Like I just, I use it to like keep track of like toy news and comic news and, you know, check out like some, you know, old cheesecake pictures of like Yvonne Craig or, you know, whatever uh, somebody's posting. Like I kind of use it that way. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm a weirdo. No, I, know I, every, I know. I know. I know everyone else uses it, uses it to like yell and scream about politics or whatever. I'm just like, I don't care. Does anyone want to talk about like Babylon five? No. Okay. I, 
I don't think so. I mean, I think I think since this is sort of supposed to be a celebration of bot talk, the one thing that I've always recognized about that as a message board, and you know, maybe this just applies to me personally, but I think you guys would all agree with me. And I think it's also proven when you you would try to maybe venture out to other boards to see if you could get the same experience somewhere else and you quickly found you could not because the bot talk forums you know i mean you know i i know people like freak out when i use these terms but i mean you know off topic was the the dark web it was and and all i mean by that is it you had to have a login just like you guys i mean i know at one point you didn't need a login you just kind of put your email or whatever but at some point it became something you had to log into and that was part of the ritual you logged into bot talk you checked the box to say stay logged in and then you you know you went there on a daily basis and i mean in the halcyon days of message boards and the internet you know 1999 to you know i don't know 2001 i'd say like what i did was go to message boards and get into flame wars over shit right like and and specifically i mean i i remember the first big thread i ever participated in in bot talk was you know people you know doing the same tired ass shit that apparently they still do today which blows my mind but you know the tired ass shit of oh you know i never liked rodimus prime my butt still hurt because he got optimus prime killed and all this you know misinformation right and i'm just sitting there going you guys are crazy and you know i i remember like the first the first person I, I started chatting with, I think, on, on Botox was Danimal, you know, and I, I just remember having a good time. And, you know, and then part of that was, you know, I think I was coming from the, the Wizard World Superhero Showdown boards, which I had fun getting into arguments there over who, what superhero could beat up who and, and, and maybe doing extra research on it or seeing other people's efforts into their, you know, they used to have these big giant, you know, they'd call them like feet threads, you know, and it'd be like, Oh, look at all the cool things that Deathstroke has done over the years. That's why he's a badass or whatever. Look at all the cool shit that Aquaman does. Look at all the cool shit, you know, whoever does. Right. And you'd get into all these goofy ass, arguments over who has super speed and you know it, it turned into this malarkey of like well if you think wolverine has super speed then tim drake robin has super speed because here's some here's some panels of him dodging bullets and if you can dodge bullets you have super fucking speed you know and all this crazy stuff and and the same thing i i think i came into it thinking oh this is what bot talk was going to be like i i didn't exactly forge relationships with people but i thought oh you know maybe you know there'd be some some way to glean more history about transformers and then you know get into these you know kind of uh, you know esoteric debates over fictional stuff which was more of a pastime than what you're talking about somehow getting into genuine political discourse on the internet right it, it was it was for funsies it wasn't it wasn't anything super serious or but it was it was a pastime that you could enjoy i'm, I'm not going to say i didn't have friends that weren't into things but to what you were speaking to the the versatility of going to a message board was different because you, you might have your friend that really, really liked X-Men, but if you're going to nerd out, then that meant one of two things. It meant you were only going to talk about X-Men or 
you had to do extra legwork, which I did most of the time. You know, I had to be like, look, like, you know, Lobo losing to Wolverine in Marvel versus DC is dumb, my X-Men bro, and here's why. And 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 people would be like, well, why is it dumb? Like, Wolverine's the bestest because they're an X-Men fan and that's all they know. And then I, I said, okay, well, here, let me show you this episode of Superman the Animated Series where Superman fights Lobo. Like, do you get it now? Like, Superman and Lobo are, like, compatible power-wise. Do you understand now why it's stupid that Wolverine beat up Lobo because of a fan vote? And even the diehardest Wolverine fan would have to be like, oh, I get it now. That is kind of dumb. But they had no context for it. And so the 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 versatility of that, you, you either had to invent that or maybe it didn't exist within certain real life relationships you had if you were that lucky because like justin said it wasn't super popular to to be a nerd or to have those proclivities i mean every once in a while you'd 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 find like you know people you know it'd be like a closet thing where you know you'd go and buy a bunch of figures from kb on sale for two or three bucks and and i remember just random guys that you know were film majors that i never really hung out with all that much but we hung out every once in a while and it was always in an adult setting or at least a, a feigned adult setting where there was you know it was a college thing there were drinks there were plays there were film sets there were things where you know you 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 weren't allowed to be as dorky as you were and then there'd be these little hidden moments where you dump a plastic box full of shitty hulk figures that you bought for 2.99 from the hulk cartoon and they'd be these you know 20 year old dudes like bashing these figures together and having a good time just for like a millisecond but it was it was far and few in between and when you went to a place like bot talk it was not run to me i mean i know i know there's i guess all this backstory about you know w- what happened before we were ever there which to me seems like it couldn't have been that much longer than than we were all there but uh you know putting all that aside to me i always felt like Anytime I tried to go to a different board, I went to like, um, I think one of those Gundam boards or whatever. And it was like the slightest thing you'd, you'd, you'd type like, oh, I think, uh, you know, the original Gundam is better than Gundam Wing. And it'd be like, we're refracting your post because that violates our rules. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, all, I, what did I say? Like, what do you what do you mean? You're 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 you've been banned for 24 hours. And I'd give up on all those other message boards because they were run by little fucking tiny dicked Nazi tyrants that if you said anything that didn't fit their narrative or you, they didn't agree with you about something, if you got into a literal flame war and they hated Rodimus Prime's guts, you'd be banned from that forum. And then there, there wouldn't be any point in, you know, the 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 entertainment and or engagement that you got from it, you know. And so. I guess what I'm trying to get at is bot talk. There was never any of that for me. Never. It was, it was a free open forum. People said whatever the hell they wanted. And, and sometimes to, to the detriment of other people, but there, there was a certain, just to me, uh, you know, it was like, it was like, you were like free, you know? And, and, and that was something that, I mean, I, I always sort of cherished because no matter what, no matter what other message boards there were at the time, like that aspect of bot talk was always unique and always 
brought me back to the site day after day because I feel like it was just a place where you could be yourself and and also have that the variety of of people that that could be versatile in whatever nerd topic it was, whether you were in off topic or you were in Transformers, because to me it turned into other things. You know, I liked I liked the minutia of like, even though it's head splittingly numb and it doesn't make any sense to do so. I loved following like all the different threads where people are like, let's try to amalgamate the Marvel continuity with the Sunbow continuity and make it make all sense and make a timeline. Like what if they were intertwined and, and all that stuff? And I, you know, I just, you know, to me it was just, you know, nerd stuff. You just liked following it and it was, it was a lot of fun. And then, you know, I don't know, like, like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of like fun things to talk about, but like, you know, most of my initial interactions with everybody here, I feel like was like, in a in a fun capacity where we were either talking about transformers you know like like knowing like oh dude this guy's thunderwing like he he clearly likes the 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 good stuff the good runs of marvel transformers do you know what i mean or like you know i remember talking to to grimlock about superman comics and stuff and and just kind of going oh great like you know this guy likes superman and everything and i remember talking to to you know brian and 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 tony and uh, all the you know, initial things that we discussed, you know, it was all, you know, something where we, we felt some kind of simpatico with one another. And then I, I think further for me, I mean, I, I guess, you know, you, you come back to Bot Talk as a, you know, a nexus point for certain life events or changing events because it was such a constant in everybody's lives. And, you know, to me, Bot Talk was there when I left Loyola Marymount. You know what I mean? So it was like, to me, it, 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 in, in some weird way, it kicked off the beginning of my adult existence. And, you know, along those lines, you know, it kicked off different life changes that it was a part of, whether it be like, you know, to me, I, what, what I always refer to as great purges, you know, it's like, oh, when I started selling aspects of my collection or getting rid of things and everything. And I mean, I remember one of my first go-tos was to go to Bot Talk. I mean, you know, Brian bought all my action masters. Optimus Pot gave me a, a Walmart gift certificate, I think, for my Scorponok or something. You know, I, I sold some stuff to Tony, and I, I'm pretty sure I sold some stuff. I mean, at least me and Justin did some trades and things like that. You know, I, I don't know. I might have sold something to Mike. I can't remember now. But, like, there were, there were plenty of things where, you know, that's kind of where I – I, I sold a lot of my original collection of Transformers to folks. I, I remember just, you know, and, and that's when I think everybody became real to me. You know what I mean? Like they weren't just avatars on a message board that I was trying to figure out because, you know, like like some of my fun memories to it was like, you know, knowing Marts on Botox as an avatar and, 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 and a message board poster and then making this connection where – I was on MRIC and that was back in the halcyon days of that. And I was trying to like download episodes of, you know, I don't know, super friends and, you know, shit that you couldn't get on DVD, but people had this stuff. And I was like, Oh, that's super cool. You mean I can get episodes of, of Godzilla, you know, fighting uh, on television, you know, I can get episodes of zone fighter. How the fuck do I do that? So I learned how to use MIRC and, and went on there and then there was a person on MIRC who was named Dr. Kane. 
and eventually I was just, you know, somehow you put it all together. You're uh, cognizant of the behaviors and the, the speech patterns and the interests and all that. And I was kind of like, wait a minute, you're Martz on Bot Talk. And it was like, yeah, I'm Martz on Bot. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and so you started, you know, putting not, you know, names to faces, but like you had repeated interactions like Justin's talking about with the MSN Messenger. I remember I, you know, I used to talk to Honeybee on MSN Messenger. Like there were plenty of things like that where, you know, occasionally we'd all get on different, you know, chats and stuff like that. Like I, I remember that back in the day too. So it was like there were always, I think, opportunities to like sort of engage, you know, early, you know, in the halcyon days of, I guess, what you'd call, you know, burgeoning social media or whatever. But, you know, that's, again, I, I think it's sad that, uh, you know, I mean, that that the site's gone, but I mean, it was never going to be something that lived in perpetuity forever. And, and all I can say is, uh, you know, for me, I'm appreciative of the, the role it played and everything. And I, I wish Renaud the best, you know, like, I mean, I, you know, to me, I, I told him when he posted that, like, you know, I told him he knows how much the site means to me that it brought all of us together, that it helped start fan halls, because I think that, you know, th those things are like, you know, those, those, uh, you know, ripples in a pond or the butterfly wings or, you know, whatever analogy you want to make, you know, on those waves. I mean, you know, clearly, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe I'd get into a big argument over, over whether bot talk was the butterfly or I'm the butterfly or, you know, whatever the deal is. Right. But like the, the, the fact remains, it's certainly one of the huge pebbles in the in the pond you know what i mean that that created certain ripples and and without that like you know th things would be quite different than they are today and and a lot of the ripples i'd say are things that have brought me great joy and great happiness you know being friends with all of you for as long as i have been you know like that that's always been part of the you know the positivity that's flown from you know being on that site and everything so i mean again for, for me, like, you know, I, I consider it a special place. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's other funny things to talk about, but you know, I guess I'm getting a little, you know, kind of sentimental about it or whatever, but you know, it's, it's, you know, it, it was one of those things where y you can, you can trace things, you know, when you, when you, you know, think about it, right. When you, when you think about, you know, oh, where was I when I first joined Bot Talk? Like, you know, how did I get into it? If it, you know, if it wasn't for Beast Wars, would I have searched out Bot Talk in the first place? You know, type thing, or you know, and 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 the whole, you, you know, you know, what's funny that I don't know if this is going to hit home with you guys or not, but maybe it'll open it up to discussion with with all of you guys. But like avatars, like I always felt that was like this badge of honor there you know because it was like one of those things where it was like most other sites it's like oh you know and, and this was to uh i guess to the chagrin of a lot of people they went oh i can't just upload my own avatar like what the fuck like what is this about like every other site we can do that and i'm like yeah that's true but every other site they're fucking nazis and and the minute you you said something uh you know whether it was a curse or i don't know whatever it was you did that didn't fit their little narrative you were banned so whatever avatar you uploaded yourself didn't mean shit right but i mean i remember you know there there were those things where you know i, I forget what the what was it you had to have 50,000 posts like i can't even or uh, 90,000 posts i think it was 2,000 posts 
Okay, two thousand. What? Whatever yeah, it, was. it was. It was two thousand. Yeah. See, I'm I'm exaggerating. I'm trying to make it sound cool. Anyway, but uh, uh, but yeah, whatever. Well, but, yeah, it was, but, but there, there's there's people who were there for like ten years and never got a two thousand post. And, and, I mean, and yeah. Never, yeah, never never got an avatar or whatever. But I mean, I I remember you know a lot of that towards the end was artificial, right? Where it was like you you participated in a bunch of threads, you had a high post count. But I think towards the tail end, it was like, oh, let's post in the random image thread of boredom to boost my count, you know, so I or can hot chick thread I, or something. I, like I that. can I can land that. Uh, I can land that official avatar and 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 rest assured that I you know I, I can wear the my little badge of honor that I have a you know I have a full fledged avatar or whatever. Hello, fanholes fans. This is Airhammer. So yeah, I've been asked to come on and say something regarding bot talk. I guess by the time this uh, recording comes out, the message board will be gone. It's definitely the end of an era for me. I have been visiting this site nearly every single day for nearly 23 years. It's crazy to think. I believe it was back in 2000, either in spring or in the fall. So towards the end of grade 11 or the start of my senior year of high school. I was looking around the internet for any Beast Wars or Beast Machines info that I could find. I believe I came across Bob Skier's website as I was looking at the answers to his questionnaires. Somewhere while surfing around the site, I found the link to Bot Talk, and I did not sign up initially. Uh, I simply observed. At the time, I believe I could only access general discussion in the marketplace, but that was enough. I was mostly there to see everyone's opinions on Transformers, what was uh, everything new with Beast Machines, toys, etc. And then, uh, I believe it was, yeah, December 9th of 2000, I joined the site. I was still only visiting the site, though, through the computer lab at school or friends' homes, so I didn't really become a regular there until October of 2003. As for a favorite memory, so many things have happened. In all honesty, I may have to go back to when we were discussing the possibilities of what the exclusive set would be to BotCon 2006. And it was at that point that people started asking, what could this look like? And people were talking about Photoshop. I wound up downloading a trial and tried my hand at creating Digibashes. And that's how it all started. I've been doing Digibashes now. For 17 years. It's crazy. It's become such a huge part of my life. Transformers in general. I'm not really sure of any kind of funny story I might have. We've done so much and there's been so many topics over two decades. It's very possible that I've totally forgotten uh, certain things that happened. I guess maybe one thing that I can just remember is that one time that I made a new modernized version of uh, Bot Talk Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, that was a hoot. I can remember back to, I think, 2004. No. Here, I'm actually going to look it up as I have this stuff in my archives. 2005. Okay, I was a year off. Um, I think this was towards the end of Season 2 of Justice League Unlimited, and I was able to see episodes... Uh, about a day or more in advance of the United States, as YTV here in Canada had them on earlier, and I was giving full detailed episode spoilers. 
I was totally out of my league, uh, as I'm not a comic reader, I don't really watch a lot of superhero-related stuff at the time. You know, I would get the odd name wrong, and people called me out on it, I loved it. Then then there were times where I'd have a brain fart, like, uh, I recall when I said Batmerang, what the hell was going on? I know it's Batarang, why did I say Batmerang? But anyway, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we had some great times, absolute great times there. Anyway, I'm trying to keep this short and sweet, really. Uh, Renaud, enjoy your retirement, as it were. <laughs> We're going to continue seeing each other at some point. Facebook, Discord, who knows where. Twitter. An alternative Twitter. <laughs> uh, bot talk will remain in our hearts. It will remain online in some way. Many of us that are still here and still chatting will continue, one way or the other, even without a message board. Thank you for those memories. Well, and, and I think, you know, as far as like the passage of time and stuff goes, the one thing that like, you know, is kind of dawning on me in a way, it, it's really funny because Transformers wasn't really that big of a deal. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you had your Beast Wars fans and then, you know, we had, you know, Robust in Disguise and, and Armada and stuff. And, you know, it, it was fine. You know, people loved it who loved it. And then, like, you know, then the movies came and then and then and, you know, now Transformers is just as much a part of pop culture as DC, as Marvel, as Star Wars. You know, it's 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 one of the big, you know, franchises. And, you know, that made me think, you know, and maybe why some people left, you know, it was no longer that special thing we had. You know, it's everybody now. And that's great, you know, for Transformers, the brand, you know, I, I don't care if a little kid who's like eight years old is like, you know, my favorite toy is movie barricade. You know, it's like, he has bad, you know, taste as far as toys, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I love barricade, but all his toys suck. <laughs> <laughs> what a tool. What a jerk. You little eight year old bitch. <laughs> you eight year old tool. It's made me realize, you know, these little things that I think are just for me, you know, it's like, well, I like Azrael, nobody else does. So that's going to always be mine. It's not true. At some point, it, it, it becomes everybody's. And like with Bot Talk, with the stuff we talked about becoming everybody's, going there to talk about it just, you know, kind of probably went away for some people. You know, they were like, you know, well, I met my wife and my wife loves, you know, uh, uh, Digimon. So I'm just going to talk to her about it. And like, you know, I, I like talking to those guys on Bot Talk, but I mean, I've got kids now and it's just, it's the cycle of life, you know, it's, it's like you said, you know, it was never going to be set in stone. Bot Talk was not going to be there forever. At the same time, you know, it's like when, if you have a really so good friend you, who, yeah. Are you, are you saying that Titanium got a wife and kids, so he had to randomly stop posting penis every five minutes on the, the message board? Or he's in jail, one of the two. Um, <laughs> you know, hard to post from jail. <laughs> He kept writing penis on the side of Walmart. He kind of upgraded. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, you know, people do move on. And, and, and we've had, like, a lot of people come back in, in the little kind of last gasp of bot talk. And that was, that was really great. And I'm sure we'll talk more about that, you know. Uh, but Grandma mentioned Sil Silverbolt, and uh, he came back. And, uh, you know, that was great. You know, it was, it was nice to see some of those old faces come back. Future Boy. Like, that was really cool. And... It, it, you know, it just stands the test of time that, like, even though we may have moved on, a lot of us who had moved on still have feelings for bot talk. We still were like, oh, well, oh, shit, it's leaving. I at least want to see the old gal off, you know. What about you, Michael? Any uh, favorite moments or anything you want to share? 
Well, I was going to say, it's like when Derek said, oh, this is when, like, you know, you people became real to me or basically. But I mean, you know, I was I was posting for years and years and years. And yeah, like for, you know, as a teenager and even into my early 20s, it's like, you know, you you guys were just like, you know, little like JPEGs on a screen basically for a long time. And I think. You know, once uh, I'll, I'll give, uh, you know, I, I think I got to give it to like Steel Jaw, like Zach, like credit because, you know, he was like, I forgot how it came up, but he was like, oh, you're in Rhode Island? Like, I'm in Rhode Island too. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really cool. And, you know, we were like, we should meet up. And then we, um, I think it was like a Saturday afternoon. We met up at like the Toy Vault in Rhode Island Mall. And I was like, are you Zach? And he was like, yeah. And are you Mike? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like Steel Jaw, Thunderwing. Like, hey, what's up? And, you know, we did that a couple of times. Like we, you know, he would get, like, you know, he, he, he went to some conventions that I didn't go to. And like he got me stuff and we'd trade stuff. And like if I found a toy somewhere else in Rhode Island that he didn't frequent, like I would get it and like, you know, bring it to him. And like, you know, that was our meetup spot for a while. And, you know, over the years, like, you know, I've gone, I've gone to his house. Like I've gone, you know, we've had the board game nights and stuff. Like, you know, we've had a lot of fun, like, and you know, that, but I think that initial meeting was like, like, oh, these are real people I'm interacting with basically. Like, you know, like, like there are people behind those little JPEGs. So like, and, you know, it's funny for a long time too. like, like, you know, the, we were all regulars in the comic book thread and stuff. And, you know, I, I eventually I'd take notice. I'd be like, oh, you know, you know, ch- this chain claw guy, this chain claw guy seems to know what he's talking about. Like, you know, and then I'd be like, you know, this Derek guy, like, you know, he, he has some of the same tastes that, that I do. And, you know, it just and that's eventually, you know, when you guys asked me, hey, dude, like, you know, we're you want to come on a Skype call with us because we're going to we're going to try and figure something out, like do a podcast. I was like, oh, that sounds like cool. And like, you know, that that was, you know, those first few weeks when we like were first all talking to each other, like those were really fun. Like I like you said, Justin, like when you were on MSN, like I, I think those first Skype calls together, like we were talking for like four or five or six like hours in a row or something like, you know, just. Uh, you know, enjoying each other's company, like, you know, and like that, that all came out because of bot talk, basically. And like, I'm, I'm very thankful for that because, you know, again, not to get sappy, but like, you know, I made, you know, I made friends for life like there. And, you know, that uh, I'm very grateful to Renaud for providing a space for that. And um, I think also, Derek, I agree with you. Like, you know, I would try other boards like too. I'd lurk on other boards. I do you know, Gundam boards, like Transformers that, that, that boards was, and did, stuff. Did you ever try that Gundam official one? Because I think that's the one I was complaining about where I was like, oh, this looks cool. Like, maybe I can talk to some like-minded people about, you know, Gundam stuff and learn some stuff and whatever. And I swear I made like two or three posts and it wasn't like, it was like the third post was like, this is banned. You're blocked. Like, whatever. And I was like, fuck <laughs> this. Like, fuck you guys. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going back to Bata. No, like I, I used to post on like Mecha Talk and stuff like and that they like have ridiculously strict rules too, where they're like, like, I think like I made like a like, oh, what's your favorite so and so thread? And like it immediately got shut down. I was like, no favorite threads. And I was like, what? Why? Like, you know, because they're like, oh, it's all like, you know, s- subjective. Like we can't have any threads like that. Like I was like, well, what do you post about here? Like, what are you talking about? Like. You know, like it's just so like I don't know, like all those like bizarre rules and stuff. Like, 
that um I, I posted for a long time like my other major like message board thread was like tony said like the idw forums like as yeah. soon as they got the transformers license i was pretty much on the ground floor of that and like i posted on that like message board until the day it like went out of business or whatever but uh like you know they they were pretty strict like moderating too but it wasn't like you know i, I wouldn't call them like nazis but like you know once you know, people, since we had like, you know, direct access to some of the creators, it was like, Hey, you know, be civil. Like, don't say this sucks or whatever. Like, say you don't, you know, you, you gotta use a certain kind of language. Like, you know, like I remember when, (laughs) when all hail Megatron was being released, it was like, you know, half the board was like in revolt because we were all like, why are you like cutting like firm and stuff short? Like, we don't want this. And like I, I remember, like Chris Rael, like came on the message board and was like, "Hey, all of you, be civil and shit." Like, and and we're like, "No, we don't like this." And like, you know, <laughs> you know like when Chris Rael was all like, "Oh, dude, it, it'll work out," and it didn't work out for like two two friggin' years. Like where you know it was like, "Oh, maybe you'll like this." You don't like the Shane McCarthy guy? Like you don't like this Mike Costa guy then? And like, no, we don't. Like this still sucks. Like so. But yeah, we brought that Dom Figueroa, but now he yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but like yeah, all through that, like Bot Talk was still a much like safer space where I could say exactly what I was thinking. You know, I didn't have to pull punches. I didn't have to be like civil if I didn't want to. I could say I'm not enjoying this. I hate this. Like, and you also got to review uh, Transformers comics in advance too for a long yeah. time. Uh huh. Yep. Renaud like contacted me and said, "Hey, you want to like review these in advance?" Like IDW got in contact with him, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I do!" And so I did that for like years and years and years. And you know, I'm always grateful for whenever someone says like something nice about those reviews. Like, I mean, some people, you know, like Simon Furman's like tweeted out my reviews sometimes. Like several people have. And like, I'm always, you know, I, I think like, you know, Renaud's really like, you know, Renaud does not care for like what TF Wiki has to say about bot talk and like Danja just recently like edited it. So it's a more like accurate and like, you know, less like snarky, like blurb about them. And uh, like, I think like what they initially they said, like, uh, Oh, like in response to like Renaud's like uh, moderating style, like everyone exodus from the board and like Renaud maintained an isolationist like attitude for bot talk. But and then like the snarky part was like, but this was to little avail, a little, little avail or something. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about to little avail? Like we, we still it's not like we were completely cut off from the rest of the fandom. Like I said, like, you know, our, our, our review, we, you know, Dark Starscream, like, you know, represented us at BotCon several times and stuff like we were like, you know, I, if if we were complete like, you know, isolationists lepers or whatever like you know would would idw and skybound and all these companies and hasbro themselves still be sending renaud like you know samples and stuff to review and like stuff like that i just i just think whoever you know whoever wrote that was you know somebody who got banned or or as as tony likes to say had sand in their vagina or what you know what i mean like there there was some there's some kind of personal thing which and and every time I read those, like that's why I always kind of treat it as apocryphal. Because one, I don't think I was there, or if I was there, like I told you guys, I was busy fighting for the honor of Rodimus Prime, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> in Flame Wars. So I don't remember any of that shit. But the 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 point that I always think of to myself is like, 
everything that I'm describing to you seems antithetical to that. Like, what do you like? Renaud's moderate. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like, like I said, like, like what you were saying, Mike, you, you, you never felt like you had to, you know, pull your punches. You, you never felt like, you know, and, and I don't know. I, I've never felt that when I was there. Like, I don't think, I mean, you know, like, like if you wanted to get into the nitty gritty of it, I think if, if me and Renaud had a checklist of, of what our thoughts were on everything in the entire world, like, I don't think we'd both get green. You know, if we did a Bobby Skullface, uh, you know, review where it was like, you know, I was the soul of Chogogin Voltron and he was like the whatever, the three zero Voltron. Like, I don't think we'd get green check marks next to every single topic that came up. But I don't think that matters to him. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it, it, that was never a thing there. And when when those when those guys write stuff like that, I'm always like, what? universe did you live in like to me it seems like a bunch of bullshit somebody made up you know so i never i don't know i never take that stuff seriously so but renaud did not give a shit because you know what usually it worked itself out yeah, yeah like well there's i mean even on the internet i mean and, and this is might be shocking to some people i'm, I'm sure it is but you some some people do not have any sense of decorum like no, even no. even especially when they have like you know the anonymity of the internet or whatever and like like and the way i wasn't there but like the way renaud tells it and i absolutely believe him is that you know the people who complained about like his harsh like moderating style were the people who were like freaking threatening Bob Skur's life and stuff mm. like, you know, telling him to like go die and like, you know, that beast machines was like cancer or something. So, I mean, like those were the people that and, he and banned. That's, that, that's like, what, that's what Tony's talking about. It's like the, the one rule is don't, don't tell one of the forum moderators they should die and I'm going to kill you. Right. Like, it seems like pretty simple, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and also Renaud did have a little bit of, uh, uh animosity towards and i i could see this there was there was at one point a faction of people who left to start their own message board and you know Mm -hmm. what all well and good you can do that but then they would actively come back to bot talk and try to recruit people to go to their message board right right and you know yeah that's just dirty pool you know like get your own fucking members you know hello this is echo mike i would say that a good memory i have on bot talk would be the wrestling topics They've been around forever. Everybody's always posting in them. We have a nice little who likes DX, who likes who likes this guy, who likes that guy. And there's always a little wrestling jabs going on again with each other. And I just think it's always fun to go in there and see everybody's different opinion and who's better and who wants to push and who deserves to like. I don't know. It's just always good fun to go in those wrestling threads. Um, yeah, so that'd be a good memory I have. Thanks for having me on. For me, I was trying to think of things so I don't forget about mentioning, like, I guess, favorite memories or, like, fun things. But, you know, I know Justin brought up how, you know, yourself, Mike, and Tony, you know, you you worked on the mosaics. And, you know, Mike did a lot of reviews of Transformer comics and everything like that. And I, I think that was something to me that was unique in a way where I was always... 
trying to be creative. But I mean, especially before bot talk in that period of my life, it, it had, you know, mostly transitioned into I was doing theater, I was doing film, I was, you know, trying to be an actor. And there there wasn't often it was very rare I was afforded an opportunity to be geeky with those creative tendencies. And I think like Botox was one of the earliest places I could do that. And when Mike was talking about Steeljaw, it made me remember, you know, remember he had his own hosting site and he would post videos of things and everything yeah, like I, I remember rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, you know, he, he would do his stop motion stuff, but then he'd host like videos of stuff that we all did. So, I mean, I remember that was in the nascent days of, uh, annoying Slipknot DBZ anime music videos, but like I made like, you know, music videos and I made different shorts and stuff like that. And he would, he would post them all. Like I remember there was this contest to make like a, a Toonami intro and submit it to Toonami. And I think I made one for like, it wasn't the Star Wars holiday special, but it was like the Boba Fett portion of it. You know, so I made like a little Toonami bumper for that as if it was going to be shown on Toonami. And I remember he hosted that. So like, I, I feel like that was something nascent in me. You know, you could almost say like that was like, uh, you know, the Dr. Occult to my, uh, you know, Superman that is history of comics on film. Do you know what I mean? Like where where it was like certain things begat certain things and and certain creative endeavors, you know, kind of, you know, it's like kind of editing music videos on like, you know, Windows Movie Maker, you know, gave me some some editing experience that eventually transitioned into Adobe and all this other stuff. Right. So there was there was that aspect where you were, you know, whether you were writing reviews for comics, whether you're doing mosaics, whether you were making, you know, uh, you know, YouTube videos or what would eventually become YouTube videos, you know, like at that point that, you know, it was so, so nascent like that, you know, it was like Steeljaw was hosting the video himself somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that kind of thing. So it's like, I, I have, you know, great fondness for though, you know, just as much as Justin kind of, you know, has fondness for, you know, MSN and, and, uh, or, you know, the messenger and all that stuff. It's like, I feel like I have fondness for those early days of, of making those, you know, whatever it was, my, my music videos and, and, you know, different things like that. Like, and, and speaking of creative and, and I think this will involve most all of us. And I don't even know if I have all of this stuff saved or not, but I think I have some of the JPEGs saved somewhere, but like, you know what my fondest memory was, was, and I think this was even before we, I don't know, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm misremembering the time frame, but I feel like this was before we ever did fan holes, but the whole, great magic war debacle on Talk. like like i i love that <laughs> we made those fucking like you know goofy ass like you know digital like comics and we each it was like we were doing a a choose your own adventure thing and we would switch off and it'd be like i i would do a page and justin would do a page and mike would do a page and everything and we'd make this goofy ass story about you know mephisto and the magic war because titanium was always saying there was going to be a great magic war and mephisto was going to be behind it all and like that never panned out but we were still just you know having fun making fun of all that shit and like that was like that that you know, like you talk about a daily ritual, but also like extremely looking forward to it. Like that was like one of those things where I I go, oh, this is hilarious. What the page that Justin just sent, I'm laughing my ass off because 
Grimlock's eating Eggo waffles or whatever the hell he put on the page that's making me laugh my ass off. And Mike wrote something about, you know, it turns out that Cable's a scroll and I'm laughing my ass off about that. And then I make my own page and I'm posting it and I'm anticipating like everybody laughing at that and, and sending back their own page. And it turns into this big, epic, stupid story, you know, and it was like that was like something like that. Like I just have uh, un unbridled nostalgic joy over, you know. So it's like, and and that kind of stuff. Like that that it's like humor and creativity and and all that stuff was exchanged on on you know in the comic threads in the the bot talk boards. Don't forget that Norman Osborn's secret weapon was cosmic carnage. <laughs> I made that big like uh, you know they they when they were trying to make like the void Norman Osborn's like secret enforcer or something. I took that picture of the void and it was like, look, it's cosmic carnage, and he had like a word bubble that said, "Bleh, I'm from the '90s." Bleh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I I was always a fan of uh, Justin's uh, Windows like draw uh, pictures the. the the like intentionally crudely drawn with a with a right, mouse. Right, right, yeah. right. Those were much, much uh enjoyed. I, I was gonna say to that, like Botalk really did help us in our endeavors of creativity in a lot of ways. Like, you know, Mike got to become well known, like, you know, like you said, he got shouted out by like, you know, people who are actually in the industry and stuff. Um, Derek is like, you know, and I say this with all the love and I mean this positively, like one of the biggest podcast wars ever now. Um, like people are asking him left and right to be on their podcast. And, um, you know, Justin, you know, to me is like one of the preeminent, like, you know, historians of like Trek and, 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 and Dr. Who like knowledge. Um, me, myself, Derek has been very, uh, what's the word I would say, uh, supportive of me knowing a lot of just random shit. <laughs> um, and and through Botalk, you know, Mike's writing got to be, you know, more polished and better because he would write a lot. You know, Derek, you know, eventually, you know, history of comics on film probably came a little bit from Botalk as well. He became very, you know, uh, uh, at ease presenting like, you know, this huge fucking project. And, and, and Justin, you know, he is notorious for having his own, you know, uh, uh, viewpoint on things. And well respected for it, you know, and it, 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 I think Botog helped us in all those creative endeavors, you know, and then finally, when we all got on the podcast, we had been so familiar with each other, like we were able to transfer that to talking. And like, I think with a lot of podcasts, it could be a lot of uh, feeling each other out and trying to, you know, see if something works is like, you know, hey, we may know each other, but like we're actors and we, we, we work on set, you know, are we really friends? But we were friends going into it, and and it 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 just flowed naturally. And I I think Botok helped us all in in our creative endeavors. Mike, I I think two of my favorite things you ever did was like one was the drift photo comics, and the other one was like the death of Chip Chase by Buzzsaw, but Laserbeak <laughs> got the credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed doing like you see that's a ton of stuff like I would never have like done unless like you know you guys gave me the confidence to do it and stuff like I mean and 
like a, like all that stuff, like, you know, the ID, like I said, the IDW forums, like that's where like, you know, mosaics came out and that's where like, you know, they had a whole fan, like, you know, section for a long time until like, uh, they, I guess Hasbro made them shut it down because they didn't want any like legal, legal snafus or whatever. But, you know, once they did that, it's like, I, you know, my, my next, like I bought talk was the place where I could stretch my like creative muscles and stuff. And like, you know, I'm, yeah, I, I will. I will. You know, I I got joy out of making you know other people laugh like with that stuff. So this is Ryan, known as Rogue, on the forum. Just want to say thanks, Renaud, for running it all those years and putting up with us and keeping it simple as far as the site always loaded quickly and no signatures and clutter. Sorry to hear about all the bad things that happened throughout the years. The terrible people out there just reflects poorly on them, not on you. Just want to say I, I appreciated like things like the, the random stuff we'd see, like the the, the speed racer clips, like that topic. Especially, I remember finding that uh, saving some of those uh, videos um, recently because it was something that I remembered and stood out. And of course, meeting people over the years and through you know through the forum. Helping people find stuff, you know, I, my area, I can find certain toys. I'd pick them up and send them off to people at cost, and people do the same for me. It was always good to be able to help others through their collections and such. And then, uh, kind of grew beyond that, beyond just being a bunch of toy collectors. It's like, especially with like Facebook and other social media, you can see what people are up to and kind of things they're doing in their life, their families and their hobbies and such. So, it's uh, definitely, I think, definitely grew beyond whatever the original intent was for talking about uh, was it Beast Machines, which probably no one even thinks about anymore. But um, people definitely think about the forum and people we met there and the good times. So thank you. I finally got good at doing top tens. It took twenty years, but I finally got good at it. <laughs> yeah, you. I mean, you inspired me for with that too, Tony. I mean, like I. Like I, I had done lists before, but like you, you were doing them like regularly, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, it, it like the top ten is like you know a lot more effective way to like you know when I want to write an article, I'd be like, well, I can just put the, this in a list basically, and I'm like, yeah, that that works, like you know, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm always grateful for you know any kind of kudos I get for you know creative creative endeavors on Bot Talk or you know, making people laugh or even, you know, my comic reviews. I'm so grateful Renaud, like, you know, asked me to do those. And I mean, I can say it now because like he was, you know, he, I think he wanted to keep it under his hat for a while, but he's he's opened up like a new like blog spot where he's going to keep posting like advanced comic reviews. So like I'm going to continue doing that for all that new like Skybound stuff. So, so like, you know, that's all cool. Like I'm I'm super grateful to him for that for that. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be continuing my uh, Star Trek IDW reviews there as well. Yep. Awesome. In fact, just today, like, people posted on the Discord and Facebook. They're like, did someone steal, like, the bot talk, like, name? Like, what <laughs> yeah, is this? Yeah. And it's like, no, no, that that is Renaud. Like, he didn't. That is him. Like, so. It reminds me of when uh, when I was doing these acting scenes and I was in high school. And these two white kids decided to do a scene from Pulp Fiction. And, of course, one of them was playing Samuel Jackson. So, you know, they use the N-word in the scene. And one of the 
the black dudes that I was friends with at the time was like, he got up and he was like about to like whoop their ass. And he's like, is he supposed to be black in the movie? And I was like, yeah, he's supposed to be a black guy in the movie. And then he kind of sat back down. He's like, okay then, you know? And so like, I felt like, I felt like this time, like when, when everybody was like, like, did somebody steal Botok.com? Like, let's go whoop some ass, you know? And I was like, no, no, no. I think, I think it's still Renan. Like, I <laughs> no, think no. it's cool. It's, it's all cool, G. It's all cool. <laughs> you know, and and I, I don't know if we're gonna go into this, Justin. Is, is you think it's a good time to do do some funny stories? Sure, go ahead. Share whatever you guys want. I, I just had this one. It was it was one of my favorite times during Bot Talk. Um, it was when we were like all of us on the board were very you know interacting with everybody like you know it wasn't just our little core group of fan holes um you know uh optimus pot uh a, a guy like and, and let's just let's just be frank let's be transparent we give him a lot of shit we really do but he's been a dedicated poster and you know the the guy loves transformers you know and he could be funny you know and he's he, as far as i know he said he's quit smoking weed so as a recovering alcoholic you know um I applaud him for that, you know. Uh, you know, hopefully he'll he'll stay off stuff, you know. I, but I applaud, uh, I applaud him for buying all my GoBots. <laughs> Derek's wallet appreciates you, uh, Optimus Pot. He had started this thing called uh, the Cross Country Adventures of Optimus Pot. He had bought the the classics uh, Optimus Prime toy, and he had dyed it green or painted it green or whatever. I think he dyed it. Um, and he he had asked for people who wanted it. He would send it to them, and and well, basically he he asked one person for it to get sent to, and then from there the next person would send that person their their information, and would and he would go across country. And I was one of the people who was like, hey, yeah, I'll do this. And um, I got the toy, and I had it for like maybe a week and a half. I was one of the people he didn't really get too cross at, but um, I'll go into that in a minute. But uh, at one point, uh, I said, hey, I want to send you a, a, a little gift to go with him. And I was said, I have this uh, MicroMaster that I found, and uh, it's uh, one of the green ones. I think it was, uh, gosh, what was his name? He was one of the monster truck ones. It wasn't Slowpoke. Uh, I think it was Big Hauler, I think. And... I, I had said, I'm going to give you like this MicroMaster. Well, this was like early on when he first started. By the time the toy got to me, it was, it'd been like four or five months. And when he came in the, uh, the, the uh, box, he had a couple of little things with him. He had like a couple of uh, props and stuff. He, he said we could use, and I, I did, you know, I made like a little series of comics, uh, you know, uh, for the, the endeavor. And lo and behold, I couldn't find the damn MicroMaster. I looked and looked and looked too many toys and they were all like put up in boxes or displayed. And it was just, it was ridiculous. So I was like, well, I want to give him something. So I had a clear, uh, mirage from the RID series, robots in disguise. And I'm, well, that's cool that, that he's green and you know, weed is green. Ha ha ha. I'll, I'll send this to him. And the character's name was going to be toke. And he was so like unhappy that I didn't send him that fucking MicroMaster. Like it just ruined his day. He was like, "Man, I thought you were going to send it." I was just like, "Dude, it's 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 for fun. It wasn't about getting the toy you wanted. It was like, hey, this is just for fun. I'm sending you a toy anyway. If I find, I never did find the damn thing. 
if I ever find it, I'll send it to you. But he was like kind of butthurt about it. It's okay. It's water on the bridge. This was years ago. I don't care. I'm pretty sure he's gotten over it. I got over it, but it was a fond memory. But then I remember, I think it was big country. I'm pretty sure it was big country who had Optimus pot for like a month or like two months. <laughs> and Optimus pot was just like, bro, where's my toy? Like, dude, are you sending it? Like, come on, man. And it just turned into this whole big thing on bot talk. And like big country was getting pissed off. Cause I think at the time he was moving. And that was the reason for the delay. He had like a legitimate reason, you know, it got packed up. He, he hadn't unpacked his toys. You know, you want to pack the important stuff first. And there was just like back and forth between them on the fucking board. And it just, it became like ridiculous. And, um, I don't know. It, it was just something I really enjoyed because I was just like, dude, like you're getting so mad at him and he's not really got a bad reason and he's going to send you the fucking toy. You know, <laughs> it's like, it was, I don't know. It, it, it just tickled my funny bone. I don't know. So the way that I found uh, BotTalk.com was there, there used to be a front page uh, called BigBot.com that had uh, links to uh, items for sale at different sites and links to news uh, about you know, new cartoons, the, the live action movies and so on. And uh, sometimes some of those links, it would say, you know, click here for more information. And then when you click there, it would take you into the message board. And for the first year or two, I, I really didn't care to get involved in the message board. I was just, you know, wanting to look up the, the news and see what's happening and so on. But, you know, like it is on social media, you know, every now and then I'd, I'd go to the message board, I'd see something that, you know, I thought somebody was wrong, some, you know, something I disagreed with or whatever. So finally I ended up creating an account, uh, you know, to, to argue, to, to post the counterpoint and so on. And like I said, you know, at first I, I really wasn't that interested in getting too involved, so I didn't give it much thought. And just when I created my login, I just used what was my old college email address at the time as my uh, username, MFJLF2, an account that's no longer active. Uh, but that, you know, again, didn't give it any thought, just used my old email login as my uh, bot talk login. And, you know, just posted kind of sporadically at first, not too involved or whatever. But, you know, over the course of another year or two, became to get more and more involved. And finally, I was like, oh, if I'm going to be posting regularly, I probably ought to give some thought to an actual decent username, you know. And at that point, everybody was like, don't you dare, you know. We know you as MILF, you know, you're MFJLF2, that's, that's who you are. And so... That's how I left it for the, the rest of the time the, the board was up. And, I mean, every few years I gave some thought again to changing it, but, again, got pushed back. So I was like, okay, that's, that's what I'll be. Uh, of course, you know, I, I've always loved going there to, you know, hear from people who, who know the lore way better than I do. Uh, not just Transformers, but, you know, all kinds of Star Wars and Marvel and DC and so on. Uh, so I can always learn new information from the, the, the experts who, who know so much more than I do, uh, but also, you know, kind of developed a camaraderie over time and, you know, have, you know kind of a great tight group of, of people who continue to, to post all these years later. And the other favorite part about BotTalk.com was kind of, the, kind of the long-term recurring jokes. So the uh, the consultant, you know, to, if, will we ever figure out who the consultant is in the in the MCU? Um, 
trying to get people fired for not getting toys out of the back of the store that they want and so on. Just, you know, all these things that have happened over the years, you know, some of them even more personal <laughs> that I don't want to get into here, uh, that we know each other so well now after all these years, even though most of us have never met, you know, a few of us have met here and there, but, but most of us have, have never actually met in person, but we still feel like we're uh, pretty close. I, I remember him doing that. Like he was supposed to send it to me, but he never did. And it might be because of that. Like, I don't know. Did he ever get Optimus pot back? I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. He eventually did. Like, uh, the country did send it to him. He, he, he got his toy back and went to a bunch of people. I don't think, I don't think any of us besides me ever had him. but yeah, that, I don't know. That was just fun. It was, it was like, you know, that was interacting and interacting with people from the board, like before it really become like a widespread thing. So it, it was, it was a cool thing. When we went to heroes con in 2019, my original master plan, which didn't work out. I know it's shocking was, uh, I, I really, really wanted, uh, Michelle Fife to do a captain Harlock for Renaud. Um, but I, I don't think I quite understood how to work that out at the time. And so, uh, you know, as a kind of, uh, you know, runner up parting prize, um, I think Jared Albrecht had this kind of pre-done Swamp Thing sketch that he did. And then, you know, I, I bought that from him and then, you know, we, we shipped it out to Renaud from, you know, like Justin, Tony and myself, you know, from the, and I still get stupid emails from the UPS at Charlotte that we sent it from to this day because we did that. Um, and so I sent that out to Renaud, you know, as a thank you, you know, like, like I, you know, kind of the same sentimental stuff we've been talking about, like that, that, that meeting between all of us in person probably wouldn't exist had it not been for Renaud and Bot Talk. And so that was kind of a sign of my appreciation. But later I did figure out how to get a commission from Michel Fife and it was, you know, signing up through his Patreon, you know, and, and so I think in, uh, I want to say it was like the 2021 Patreon or something like that. You know, I, I, basically I signed up for it. I was a, a Patreon for the year or whatever. And then, you know, as long as you do it for that, then, you know, you, you basically get the choice of commission or whatever. And then at the end of that point, you know, I, I basically, you know, it was like, you know, you could tell him, you know, what, what it was you wanted and all that kind of stuff. And I had actually, it was funny. I actually did two Cause I was like, Oh, I, I had one email and I had another email and he's like, Oh, I don't care if you sign up twice. Like, that's fine. He's like, you know, more Patreon monies for me, you know, or whatever. So I signed up twice. I've got a maxima for myself. And then for Renaud, I got him that captain Harlock. So at the end of that year, you know, I, I think, you know, around 2022, then he, you know, does the, the commissions, works on them or whatever. And he, he sent it straight to Renaud in, in Canada and all that stuff. And so it, it took a while, like from 2019, you know, my my uh, master plan or whatever. But uh, eventually I was able to do it. So that's uh, I don't know if it's a funny story, but it's it's certainly a fond memory I have. And, and that we I mean, I, I don't know that this has ever been verbalized on this show. But, you know, for for many years, Renaud's avatar was always, you know, Captain Harlock in some way, shape or form. So I think many of us to this day, you know, we, we talk about how we're all kind of like we were all avatars to one another, you know, pixels on a screen. And I think to a lot of us, I think we would be shocked if we ever 
met Renaud in person and he didn't look like Captain Harlock, you know, or at least I feel that way. So that's, you know, anyway, that's that's the significance of that that choice of commission and why I had it sent his way. That's true, though. It's like when I think the name Renaud, I think of Captain Harlock. Like, oh, yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite edits I did for like one of Renaud's birthdays, and I usually would repost it, is I took that picture of Drift from the like spotlight drift where he's like, you know, deadlock is dead. My name is drift. And I, I edited it on like captain Harlock's head over that. And so, and I changed the speech bubble to uh, Harlock is dead. My name is Renaud. Like, you know. <laughs> mm. Drift a cool. I, I would like to take this moment um, as, as we converse amongst ourselves, just to reiterate, we, we've had, you know, on the board, pe- like, trouble with people before, and, and I like to think we're all wiser, and, like, we've let, you know, past grudges go, or we just don't care about arguing with those people anymore. But just, just one more time, I would like to say, go fuck yourself, Sweetie McSuper Bob. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, cheese. Fuck one, you. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite ongoing jokes on on the board was who was the consultant like and we always joked that oh sweetie mcsuper bob left to go find out who the consultant (laughs) he hasn't returned he hasn't figured it out yet but yeah that's why that's in one of our intros that's why i'm saying it who is the consultant who could he be who could he be Uh, tony i think one of my favorite memories involves you it's the entire um Banking in Bizarro World thing, which still makes me laugh to this day. Uh. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I don't want to. Well, I mean, most people who listen to this are, are bot talkers anyway. If, if you're not, I'm not going to say this in a, a, a scathing way. But uh, Mars, one of the guys we're talking about, was talking on the board one time about how he was purchasing things. About how he was able to buy things with his bank account. And sometimes I guess he would go negative, but he would all it would always bounce back. So his account would be good. And he would have, you know, the money to buy the stuff he wanted. But he posted it right there in the forum for everybody to see. And and I just like for some reason I just posted like me and Bizarro, me have, you know, negative billion bizarro bucks in bank account. <laughs> I think what you said was um you know, he was like, What does it mean when you have a negative balance? And you were like that means you ain't banking in Bizarro World. You am rich. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. like there, there are so many wonderful like interactions with people. Like, I, I know, Mike, you never really got into like any like flame wars. Justin, I know you told off people a couple of times because they just like pissed you off. And same with you, Derek. I don't want to have you guys name somebody or or go into detail about something you're uncomfortable with, but do you remember anybody or any like particular like you know interaction where you were just like you know it, it stuck in your head? You're just like, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm rather fond of when I gave Labyrinth the link to uh, put his own hard-earned money to donate it to the government, and he did not. Uh, Take me up on that. I, I thought that was kind of <laughs> hilarious. I'm like, I'm like, you know, here you go. You you can do it right now. You can put up or shut up. But like, here's here's the link. If you if you wanna if you wanna over donate, if you if you if you wanna give more than your fair share of taxes, 
this is where you can do so. Like, by all means, please, you know, please do so. But uh, I guess he, he never did. Well, I find the, the argument that made me finally block Labyrinth was that part, like, there was that issue of, like, Robots in Disguise, IDW, where, like, Soundwave deploys his cassettes and Rumble and Frenzy come out of his chest, but they're the, like, classic Rumble and Frenzy designs, the, you know, the ones that turned into tanks mm. instead of cassettes? And Labyrinth, like, absolutely lost his shit over the idea that tanks could fit in Soundwave's chest. Like, he was like, <laughs> they're not rectangle shapes. Like, that doesn't make sense. And, like, every, like, you know, no matter what we did to explain to him, like, dude, it's like mass displacement. It doesn't matter what shape it is if it's small enough to fit in that area. And, like, he wouldn't drop it. And he wouldn't drop it to the point where he went to IDW's forums and started, like, c- calling, like, John Barber out and, like, saying he should be fired <laughs> for such incompetence. Like, and I'm like, are you serious, man? Like, like I finally blocked him for that. But, like, a, a lot, like, I, I found that thread before Bot Talk went out of like you know out of commission and like one of the one of the comments like brian made in that thread like and it made me crack up again and it made me crack up the first time he was like he was like you know when i'm like cleaning at my house and my wife tells me to fit like a a, like a ball into a rectile container i flip the fuck out on her like (laughs) (laughs) oh I still, to this day, remember the infamous uh, Cyclonus at his one fist hole comment. You know, yeah, that's another of his uh, like bizarre, like yeah, tangents. Uh huh. Like, like we get it, dude. Like, yeah, it's not ideal, but like we can live with it. Like, no, <laughs> well, no, we can't live with it. I don't want to make this like sound like personal attacks, like, but I mean, I think it's safe to say. I think it's safe to say. That he pissed off everybody at least once on that board, you know. So, the good job, I guess, for that. I forgot. Like, like someone, someone met him in real life on the board. I forgot, and they say he's a he's a nice he's a nice guy in person. Ironically, but like, I mean, again, you know, on the internet, like people decide they don't need to use any decorum or anything sometimes. So, yeah, and and and, and hey, I'm full. I'm fully willing to. To, to take a knee on the fact that one time me and him got into a fight and, and let's, you know, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm trying to be more transparent and honest in my life. I started the fight. I started the fight with the intention of starting a fight with him and the fight didn't go the way I planned, but, and this wasn't a physical fight. This was an internet fight. Um, and the, the, the biggest problem with said fight was not so much that I was losing the argument, uh, or winning the argument either way that didn't really matter it's that it had become such a long thread I think it may have derailed one or two other threads because I would post something in another thread that had nothing to do with our fight and he would come into it and you know start again and I had pissed off other bot talkers so I had effectively lost the fight because I had let my own ego get too big to where I was like, you know, I'm going to take Labyrinth down. I want to make him, you know, realize like, you know, he can't just push everybody around. And it bit me in the ass. So I will give him that. He he won by virtue of I got too big for my pants and uh, I, I started a fight I shouldn't have. So I will give I'll give Labyrinth that. But we're probably talking about yes. good stuff. Let's quit talking about him. 
Yeah, I mean, all the I mean, all the arguments were fun to have. Like, I mean, I. I mean, I even got into arguments with like, you know, Brian, like over the years, but it's not like, you know, we took it super seriously or whatever. And like, you know, obviously we're still friends. So, I mean, but, uh, you know, all that stuff was part of, you know, being on a message board and being on the Internet, basically. So, I mean, and, you know, if you can't have like again, like these these were arguments that would have never gone very far on other boards either. Like they would have, you know, OK, modded like thread closed like goodbye like so keep it civil we're locking the thread you know like and and, and you know what that, that that is something that really should also be said about renaud that, it yeah, wasn't that's, just that's why i was like i was like what are you talking about he's a harsh moderator i'm like renaud's like fucking uh ken Wantanabe. he's just like let them fight that's <laughs> 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 and and he and, and Renaud interacted with us, you know, like he wasn't just the mod, you know, it was like, you know, besides sending Mike and other people comics, you know, and 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 all that stuff, he he would like, you know, he would poke poke little snarky remarks at like, you know, Grimlock, him and Grimlock, you know, like I, I consider Grimlock almost a separate person. He's like this ethereal being, Justin. Like there's Justin and there's Grimlock. <laughs> But like you and him had like you know some fun back and forth. It was never mean spirited. It was just like you know like hey boss monkey like hey Grimlock. You know. <laughs> One of the things I did was I did the whole uh, uh, MS Paint secret origin of Renaud, where he he began life as an octopus, but he was missing some arms because I didn't feel like drawing all the arms, and he got caught in a nuclear blast, and you know he was in the War of eighteen twelve and. <laughs> Um, like someone bumped this, like I sat down and read all this and I was like, I remember making some of this, but like, like I remember Mike had like a biplane and I called it the amazing cartomobile or something like, (laughs) but like, I, I kind of remember making that because I started making that in 2010, which is the year before we did the podcast, but like 2010 was kind of a miserable year for me. And I was, you know, drinking way, way more than I should have been. But, like, I would come home late at night or super early in the morning, and I would get on Bot Talk, and then I would just, I would use, like, whatever avatars or random images I have on my hard drive. So, like, you know, to represent me would be this picture of, uh, you know, Godzilla. And, you know, for Mike, I think it was, like, I think it was a picture of, like, Batman in a biplane from like a brave and the bold comic or something that was like it's batman in a biplane like i just i thought that was a cool image and i saved it but like i would do those things like you know still drunk or hungover and i would just like whatever random nonsense came forth like that's what ended up on the image and it was just so like random and then i would like i would read it later and i'm like oh that was kind of neat i need to like try to like string this into some kind of like narrative that makes some sense i mean it's for fun but like it needs to make some form of the nonsense needs to take some kind of form that makes a little sense but like i i had a lot of fun doing those like whenever i got to sit down and do one of my ms paint images like whether it was like doing the sentai batman family for Derek or drawing like you know leonardo fighting snake eyes or something like I, i always had fun like doing that stuff and I saved a bunch of that stuff to photo bucket and then I lost the login to that photo bucket. So all of those things I think 
or probably lost, except I right. think Kreshok backed up some stuff. So I'm kind of wondering if like he didn't save the secret origin of Renaud and the magic war that we made and some of that stuff. I still, uh, I still love those super Sentai Batman designs. Like those, those are some of my favorite things that you did. Do you, do you remember roomies, Justin? That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, it was like this thread where, like, it was I, like I guess we like, were all positive. roommates or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it was, was like, like a wa- it was like a wacky doodle, bot talk, odd couple thing. Yeah, that's, it's coming back to me now. <laughs> and I actually drew like a little like I don't know like a title card or whatever like an opening you know thing because it was like me you uh, I, I want to say maybe Lilith, CosbyCon, Optimus Pot, and somebody else. Yeah, I remember that because like Oscar the Grouch was was yeah. on there along with Grimlock and everything. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some fond memories getting Cosby conned, which which translates as uh, getting lowballed on anything you were selling. Like, I, I, those are, um, I, I think at the time I was always irate, but now I think I'm I'm. It's like I'm. Uh, what do you call it? It's uh, it's like Watchman syndrome. You know, I'm like, oh, memories. Those were the good times. Getting lowballed with twenty dollar offers from Cosby Con. He couldn't hope to match the deals of Robert Williams. <laughs> <laughs> See now there there's a guy I have I don't I don't care if anybody says anything bad about him. He's he's yeah, Robert Williams. Look. <laughs> look at at look. <laughs> but yeah, like gosh, yeah, Cosmicon was just like and I like I'm not sure. But in my head, I want to think it was funny, but I think he was just serious. I think he just was just like, I'm not going to pay a lot for this muffler. And <laughs> I mean, I, I guess if not. somebody actually took him up on it, I guess it would have all been worth it. He was waiting. He was waiting for that one, one, one big thing. One score. You guys have any uh, final thoughts or anything you want to send out to the void uh, concerning bot talk? Well, I mean, my my final thought would be, you know, the same final thought I gave Renaud directly. Like, I I hope I'm able to, you know, still interact and, uh, you know, have some fun with him in whatever form that takes. I appreciate all of our time on the board. I'm appreciative of that, you know, everything we talked about, that it brought us together, that it gave us some good memories, that it was something that was a steadfast constant in our lives, like whatever kind of turmoil we were going through, it was nice to have that as a refuge. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always be appreciative of it. Um, I guess, I guess I, I would say like, I just hope that everybody who was a part of bot talk, who has gone away for whatever reasons, uh, for their personal life, I, I hope that they maybe hear this podcast and have some memories or, you know, we see them again sometime down the road on the discord server. And most of all, the the bot talkers who were on the on the site and who passed away, they are they'll always be a part of us. They they were uh, a lot a lot of people who who have passed. Who it's easy to say like you know they were a name on the board, but like we interacted with some of them, and um, I don't want to name a few and forget the others. So I just want to say all the ones who have passed, like we remember you, and um, you are you're as big of a part as as any of the other members of bot talk. Yeah, like um. What do you call this? Was a, a a special and unique place on the internet, and like it it 
it's you know it's been a part of my it's funny to say it's been a part of my internet career i guess since like almost the very beginning and i'm i'm sad to see it go but um you know i'm grateful we have a you know i'm grateful to air hammer for like you know setting up a you know a, a safe haven like where we can you know migrate to and uh you know i'm, I'm grateful for renaud to you know continuing you know he's still going to do the reviews and stuff so I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to you know still interacting with renaud in the future and i'm still hopefully you know still interacting with a lot of other people who are you know not on the you know uh, were on the boards but but yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Renaud. That's what I'd like to say as my final thought. Throughout this episode, you've been hearing from other bot talkers. You know, some short clips and thoughts. And I reached out to Renaud and I asked him if he wanted to participate. And uh, this is what he, I'm going to read a little excerpt from his email that he sent to me. "Quote: Thanks, Justin. Maybe further down the road. I really appreciate the opportunity, but right now it's too soon for me. I might get too emotional." End quote. He deserves his little ride into the sunset so i kind of you know i i I think everything i wanted to say i said to him in that email so but wait justin like aren't you forgetting someone no i think there's one other fan hole who uh has been kind of absent from the show for a while but uh i think it's time to you know wake him up from cold storage no 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 you guys promised. You said this would never happen. He was gone. He wasn't coming back. No, 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 no. No, I, I think it's only fair. I mean, he should be able to, uh, he should get his chance to say goodbye as well. But uh, I think, you know, he might be a little disoriented from cold storage. So we should, uh, you know, we should be careful here. Who does this guy think he is? Walt fucking Disney? disrupts my slumber well it's good to hear from you brian like I, I i've saved your guitar for you why don't you you know bang out a few power chords and you know knock the rust off yeah the axe man is back and why after all these years have you decided to awaken me Buckana! what hot topics closing that's fucking great Hot Topic is a bad store that basically sells smut to anyone and everyone. I had an 11-year-old nephew. Him and his buddies went there. Thought it'd be funny to get some of that Stay Hard dream. Dude had a boner for three days. My aunt and uncle didn't even know till they came home and found my little nephew slamming an oven door right on his crotch. Dude had the urge to conclude. His body wasn't even old enough to reach a conclusion, if you know what I mean. Wait, what? Oh, bot talk is closing. Okay, that's an entirely different thing. I was misunderstanding. Hang on, after being asleep for so long, I got some bodily functions I need to take care of. I'll be right back. Should help me clear out my audio receptors. Man, what was that I ate ten years ago? Don't remember that one. Alright, so we're recording kind of an in-memoriam to Bot Talk. Um, I first came across Bot Talk when I was in college, so 
shortly after high school. I'm going to guess like it was 99 or so was the year. But I remember coming across the website. And it was so like enthralling initially because for years and years, you know, I remembered Transformers really well and they were a huge part of my childhood. But at the time, there wasn't a lot of like, you know, Michael Bay Transformer movies and stuff. So it wasn't really in the public eye anymore. So I kind of felt isolated in my, I don't know, in the Transformer fandom because I didn't know, didn't know that there was a fandom that existed. So coming across Bot Talk was really important for me at that time. Because I finally realized, hey, there's others out there that really enjoyed the show when they were, they were younger. And they love it just as much as me. So that was awesome to find. Um, I, I think I remember pretty distinctly the first time I came across the website. Um, I had an evening class. And the computer lab in this building was one where it had like uh, glass windows around the whole computer lab. There's like 30 computers inside. And I stumbled across Bot Talk. And I was just, you know, reading messages and responding to messages and getting really into it. I remember my instructor walked by, saw me, knocked on the window to kind of wave me on to class. So I said, you know, yeah, hang on, I'll be there in five minutes, kind of waved her on or whatever. Went back to talking and typing and reading. Um, five minutes later, as I perceived it, I noticed all my classmates walking by the windows laughing at me. My teacher walks by. What I thought was five minutes was like an hour and a half. I'd just been sitting there responding and reading everyone's messages. So it's easy to say that early on, I was really into it. I was hooked. I love being able to connect with other people that love Transformers as much as me. I can't say that it saved my life or anything, but it definitely was a, a huge positive in my life. And um, over the years, I've kind of always went back to bot talk. Um, I've been able to share when bad stuff has happened to me or good stuff has happened. And I feel like a lot of the other uh, bot talk people have done the same. But 90% of the time, it's just talking crap, you know, talking about whatever pop culture things coming out, uh, giving each other a hard time about something stupid we've done, etc. So I've always really enjoyed joking around with everyone there. I've made a lot of really good friends. All the fan holes included. Derek, Tony, Justin, Mike, you guys are awesome. I think in each and every one of you, we've helped some way or another, like hunting toys, finding toys, helping each other out with whatever collections we might have. Justin, I checked the post office. They really don't know where that Fort Max is I sent you. I hope it gets to you someday. I just don't got any new info for you, so you're just going to have to wait. Um, besides the fan holes, there's a lot of other members that I've grown really close to, and some that I even talk to more than I do my own family. Um, Rogue down in Florida, you've helped me tremendously. I don't know what it is between distribution in Iowa and Florida, but Florida seems to find all the things that I can't find here in Iowa. So without you, my collection wouldn't be half of what it is now, especially the more recent things. You've helped me out a lot. Jay to the Izzo, you've helped me too. You rule. Automaster, I love your woodworking skills. I build crappy shelves for myself. Um, I'm nowhere near as good of a woodworker as you are, but being friends, I really enjoy all your Facebook posts and things like that. I'm sure there's a lot of other people that I've connected with over the years on the board, and a lot of people I've pissed off, but if I don't mention you by name, uh, it's just because, you know, in the moment, it's hard to think of everyone, and at one time, Bot Talk was a really vibrant community. I can't even think of all the people that we've lost, but, you know, I know there's been a lot over the years. 
that I miss dearly. Finally, I'll talk a little bit about, you know, the man in charge himself. First of all, how do you even say his fucking name? Is it Reno, Renaud, Nod the Mod, that kind of makes sense? And his last name, Lafavafafafa? I have no idea how to pronounce it. I'm not French-Canadian. I like calling him Ren or Rennie, because you can't go wrong pronouncing that, I hope. So, Ren, without you, and without you moderating all of us, and especially the way you moderated us, being so lenient, you let us have our tiffs as long as things didn't get out of hand. Usually you're pretty kosher. So it, it kind of made it seem like a family almost. You know, you'd say horrible things to your brother or sister as you are growing up, but you didn't get thrown out of the family for it. You're still part of the family. The next day, the next week, you come back, tempers have cooled. You could be copacetic with everyone again. And uh, Ren, I feel like you really moderated in that manner, and that's what made Bot Talk so appealing. There are sometimes I think things did go a little far, and I'm sure there's times even I acted like way more of an ass than I needed to. But all things said, at the end of the day, that's what made Bot Talk Bot Talk, you know? We we were we had that sense of family because we we're allowed to be a family, fight, argue, laugh, make fun, whatever, um, as a family would do in real life. So Ren, thank you very much for keeping it going this long. It is I don't know, it's more bitter than sweet to me to see it go. I can't think of many sweet things about it going. Um, it's just a, a lot of bitter, sad things that I'm gonna miss. But in all th- in life, you know, all things must come to an end. The good things are especially hard to see go, but I feel like the bot talkers I'm going to connect with, I have. We still have Facebook, other means, the ones I'm close enough to, you know. We keep in contact really frequently, and I, I'm really appreciative of that. So thank you to all the cool bot talkers out there, the lame ones, you know, deuces. I'm not going to say anything else. Um, Ren, thank you so much for all you've done hosting, moderating, occasionally joining in the conversations. You made a place that is unrivaled in internet history, and I don't think I'll ever love a website as much as I loved Bot Talk. All right, so to sign off, I'll do my famous peace. Later, bros. Can someone get my ass back to bed? There are five, not four. There are (laughs) five fat holes. Brian, that's a name I've not heard in a long, long time. <laughs> All right, guys, if you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, you can reach out to us via email at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. Of course, we're on all kinds of social media. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We appreciate all the likes, hearts, shares, and retweets that we receive. And as mentioned this episode, if you want to catch up with other bot talkers, you can go over to the discord that Airhammer set up for bot talk so you can interact with us over there as well and we can be streamed we're on all kinds of streaming media we're on apple podcasts google play spotify and amazon music until next time this is justin grimlock signing off Derek Derek wc signing off it's mike thunderwing bot talk forever this is Tony Chainclaw, until all are one. Others,
done.